Amen. Say neighbor, it's good to be in the house of the Lord. Say neighbor, it's good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I'm going to continue talking about the subject of are you desperate enough? Are you desperate enough? Is there a situation in your life that you want to change or you want to see it changed? Let me see your hand if you're saying there's something in my life I want something different in you. Do we have hands that are up? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is there anybody says, I want a new life? There's something I want to see the back of. Are you start of something in your life? Yes. This message is for you. This message is for you. Hallelujah. Say, this message is for me. Say, this message is for me. I want us to go to the book of Hebrews. Um, Hebrews uh, chapter 9, verse 16 and 17. For where, okay, let me just wait for you to, to, uh, to get it. For where a covenant, I'll just, I'll just read it through for, for the sake of time. Um, I will just read it through for the sake of time. Hallelujah. Did we find it? Say neighbor, it is in the New Testament. Say neighbor, Hebrews is in the New Testament. Did you tell your neighbor where it is? Because your neighbor is struggling to find it. Somewhere, that's all I can tell you, neighbor. It's somewhere in the New Testament. At least I've given you something. Amen. Who's happy to be in the house of the Lord? Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. It says here, for where covenant, for where a covenant is, there must of necessity be what? The death of the one. Huh? Verse 16. Are we reading from verse 16? Is it 16? Or I'm reading something else? Is it 16? Okay. What is it saying? It says here, um, It says, for where a covenant is, there must of necessity be what? The death of the one who made it. Are you here? For a covenant is valid only when men are dead. Can you see that? For a covenant is valid only when men are dead. Say, but do you see your problem? Many of us are well and alive. But we expect to walk in the promises of the covenant. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm telling you? The promises of God are packaged within. We serve a covenant keeping God. God, he said he's going to do certain things. But you as partaker of the covenant... You ought to die. 
Now, in the book of Genesis chapter 15, we find something there. Uh, verses, you can read the whole of it, okay? Hallelujah. Genesis. But we know that God asked Abraham to prepare sacrifices. You remember that he must get a few animals, split them in between. And the Bible says that when the evening came, when the time came for the sacrifice, God made Abraham to sleep. Are you hearing me? He caused him to do what? To sleep. And God walked alone between the cut pieces of the animals. And then he entered the covenant with him. He entered the covenant with him. But you see, Abraham, for him to walk in the blessings of the covenant, he ought to be asleep. I know many people find it difficult to understand why Abraham was sleeping to start with. And people have said, you know, it's because God wanted to. Yes, God wanted to enter the covenant first to commit himself without men having to also play his part of the covenant. Are you hearing me? All the man has to do with the covenant of God is to die. Are you hearing me? That is why if you want to be born again, Jesus Christ said, if you want to live a life of a Christian, he says, if you want to follow me, carry your own cross. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Why? Because there must be a sacrifice. You ought to die for the promises of God to take place in your life. I know we carry the cross too much. Anybody know we carry the cross too much? You know the song, You know what I'm talking about. You know that one, isn't it? Say, anybody, you've carried different sizes of cross and different shapes, but your life hasn't changed. That's your problem. Are you hearing what? Am I talking to somebody here? No, we are not supposed to carry the cross forever. You carry as you are going to, you, to be crucified on it. Once you find your Golgotha, you must go up this thing and die. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? There's too many Christians who are carrying crosses. No one wants to die on it. You put it down, you lift it up, you put it down, you lift it up. Uzofani nila. Ask your neighbor, Uzofani nila. You know, some of, let me tell you this. Many of the things that we are asking for from God are already in the promise. The only problem is that we don't want to die. And I'll show you, I'll show you where the problem is. Hallelujah. We don't want to die. Some of the things, you just have to die, and then you woke up with God, it is done. Say never, that's it. Cut your fasting short. Am I talking to the right people here? Amen. Say never, let's just cut this. Let's go and eat. Because, I mean, the way we are praying, the way it's going, something has to change, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you know, we really twist God's arm with fasting sometimes. Really twist it. You know, we're going to break it unless you bless me. But he says, ah, but I've already, the blessing is here, you don't come for it. 
and, and I'll show you how to do it. Are you, are you here? Do you love Jesus Christ? Unless the one who enters the covenant dies, as long as he's still alive, he will not see the promise of that covenant. Can I make that clear? Do you immediately see our problem? Hello? Is it making sense to someone here? Oh, there are so many areas in our life where we are well and alive, I'm telling you. See, I feel alive, we are alive. Let us go to the book of First Samuel. First Samuel. Hallelujah. Uh, First Samuel chapter 1. We're going to read from verse 9. Amen. Yamtandu Jess. Wakululumoyawaku. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's go. Now, here, this is a woman called Hannah. This is the story of who? Hannah. Amen? Now, Hannah is a woman that was barren. Say, a woman was barren. And this woman was crying to God. Amen? Hallelujah. Verse 9, once after a sacrificial meal at Shiloh, Hannah got up and went to pray. I want you to understand that Hannah was not praying for the first time here. Amen? A woman who has been barren for the long time, the longest time, and suffered every ridicule, every insult from, from the other woman, the second wife, who's telling you every day, have your own kids. When women are giving birth, what are you doing? Can I talk to somebody here? Amen. Having to face such ridicule every day of your life. When you want to send a child to, to get you something, say, no, these are my children. Have your own. And the children, Libona, they've now become little devils. They answer for themselves. Hey, no, you, you must have your own child. You know, when your kids, when you say these things in front of your children, you are making them little devils. They begin to talk like the big devil. Am I talking to the right people here? Have you ever listened to some kids, they talk, you wonder, where did they get that? Where did they get that? It's like I've just heard the devil speaking. Little one. Hallelujah. Do you love Jesus Christ? Oh, yes. So you can imagine. She wasn't praying for the first time that day. This woman has been praying. But what was different about this prayer today, you'll see just now. That it was even recorded. Why were the other prayers not recorded? What was it so special about this woman that made its way into the Bible? 
How many women prayed during her time? How many women were barren? So what was special about this woman? Oh, I pray that your prayer shall attract the attention of heaven. I pray that your prayer shall begin to attract. That it will find in its way into testimonies of heaven. Are you in the house of God? Hmm, somebody, are you here? Eli, the priest, was sitting at his customary place besides the entrance of the tabernacle. Hannah was in deep anguish, crying bitterly as she prayed to the Lord. And she made this vow. Now, I want you to listen to this. O Lord of heaven's armies, if you will look upon my sorrow and answer me and give me a chance, you must realize that there, it's not a full stop. Many of us, after this, we make a full stop. We ask things for God and make a full stop. But rather, a comma follows that says that this time, O oh Lord, I, have, I understand that I need to make a vow and a commitment to you that if you give me this child, this is what I am going to do. I will give this child back to you. Now, listen to me. What changed is that this woman now began to die to self. Oh. This woman initially needed a child so that she can be like other women. So that she can have a child to send. Child to speak to. Child to take to school. Child to take to the mall. Child to buy clothes. But this time, after many years of realizing that this is not happening, it was revealed to the Spirit of God that, you know what? Change your prayer. Make a vow. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? God has made these promises available. But they are not accessible to many. When God blesses you, he has got others in mind, not you. Now listen, God has got issues. God at this time had Issues or challenges with Israel. He wanted a judge for Israel. Oh, Jesus Christ. He wanted a judge for Israel. Are you listening to me? But he had not found a person who will make God desires her desires. Everybody's praying for whatever reason to have children. But a woman stood up because if you give me this one, I'll give it back to you. Immediately. Immediately, heaven began to locate such a need that is in the heavens. Uh, are you hearing me? Her, womb, her prayer began to gather speed. Because in heaven, there was such a, it was once mentioned that should there be somebody on earth who wants a child for this reason, it must be dispersed immediately. Am I talking to somebody in the house? Are you here? Ah, ah, ah. The woman said, ah, I want a child, but not for myself. I'll give it back to you. Because you need a child, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Am I talking to somebody in the house? When your desire aligns with God's desires, a miracle is birthed. Right there. I say right there. A miracle is there. You don't even have to fast. You just have to know how to pray. 
how to commit your how to commit your prayers to God. Hallelujah. I say make a vow and your life will change. Am I talking to somebody here? Not a vow that because you are speaking and then all that, because at the at, at, because right now there are pressures everywhere. Hey, you cannot lie to God too. Are you listening to me? God responds, he responds to the attitude of the heart even before the, the hands comply. You cannot lie to God. I say you cannot lie. God responds to the heart. When God looked at this woman, he realized that she's dying. The things that she wanted the child for are dead now. <laughs> you, you need to get to a point where you say, you know what? I don't care anymore. I'm tired of this barrenness. Even if I don't have this child, I don't care now. I just want to get rid of barrenness. I want to silence some people who call me barren woman, barren, barren. I want to silence them. As long as I can have a child, you can do whatever you want to do, God. All I want is to be registered there to say I also gave birth to somebody. You've got to be desperate enough. You've got to be desperate enough that your prayers, everything must begin to change. Are you listening to what I'm telling you? Hey. You know, many times people do commit to do things to God. But the difference is that they don't actually die. And I'm going to show you the reason for this, why people ought to die. Because When you start promising God something, the whole force of darkness is going to come against you. Yeah. It's like hell is standing on its feet. Yeah. Oh, can I talk to somebody? Yeah. Say, neighbor, you have, just, you have just announced terrible news yeah. to the kingdom of darkness. You want to do what? You... You want to give what? To who? Nay, never. I mean, you, those, those spirits that come from your father's father's what what? They will say, what? In this house? Who is this one who's making such noises? These are strange voices here. They begin to claim that they have made you, they've protected you. You know, I laugh when I hear spirits say, we've protected, especially ancestral spirits. They will say, we have protected this person. Dala says, since this person was born, we're looking after this person. Really? Say about really? Don't lie to me. Demons. If she failed to humble alone, when you are still alive, he was getting lost. She was getting lost. Now, Hamba, now, when she was alone, she couldn't go anywhere. Am I talking to somebody? Demons are so interesting. 
Some will say, don't, don't call our ancestors demons. Oh. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Are you here? You believe such things. May God help you. Those demons will be very comfortable in such a house. Ooh. They will celebrate. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The moment you decide that you're going to do something and you take a vow, you better make sure you are dead. What do I mean by that? Immediately. Immediately. When you decide that you are going to, this month, I'm going, let me give you an example. I'm going to give God 500 rents this month. Hey, who had you? Who had you? They will phone you at school that if you don't pay by tomorrow afternoon, your child is out of the school. It looks like you don't know what I'm talking about. Many of you have promised that you're going to do something for God, but it never happened. Huh. But the whole hell begins to move against you. Everybody, everybody, everybody starts phoning you. No, no, they're even intimidating you. But they were quiet all along. You know what they are doing? They are testing, are you alive or dead? You know the reason why you remember that, hey man, I, I, I tried to give God something and then every time I try this, you know the reason why you even know it's because you never died. Why are you even aware that things are happening around you? Tell me, if a dead person now can come here and sleep here, is dead, and I do, I preach and preach, and you wake up this way and say, what has been happening? Say, no, he has been preaching. He was talking about this. You were not dead. You were listening to him. We don't die. <laughs> we don't die. We simply do what is convenient. Hello. Oh, Jesus. God help me. Are you with me? The devil is not a fool. It's not a fool. You know what is happening? The reason why hell is moving against you is because they can see what you are about to unlock. Your Samuel is about to arrive. Your Samuel is, is about to be dispatched. And this Samuel, what is worth is going now is not going to make, it's not just for you now. Samuel became, became a kingmaker. Listen, she just wanted a child. In the end, she was well known in town that she was a mother of a prophet. Not just a prophet, the last judge of Israel, the one who stood between two eras. He was to introduce the, the era of kings. Hey, the enemy knows what you are trying to do. And you want to embarrass him? Uh-uh, they'll stop you. They'll stop you. But what you do? Because you are alive, you are thinking, imagine. One, two, three. You see? Now you are alive. <laughs> Once you start calculating, you are alive. Once you have decided to do a vow, you have to die to it. That money is no longer there. It's finished and clear. Don't even look at it. Otherwise, you are alive. 
tell any otherwise yeah when now you one eye j one eye you are you are well and alive are you hearing me abraham was put to sleep deep sleep like deep sleep some of us we say we are sleeping but you know some people say i'm a light sleep i'm not talking about i hear cockroach walk i wake up you don't sleep you need prayers you need prayers hallelujah i'm talking about serious serious sleeping amen where you're not aware people tell you at night it was like the world is coming was coming to an end where were you i was sleeping oh you better sleep like that in the name of jesus hallelujah thunder happened you wake up in the morning did it rain yeah that's what you want you are not worried about what people were worried the roofs were shaking at night they were worried because they are awake i hope i'm talking to somebody here but those who are sleeping are not affected by what is happening they are cause as far as they are concerned they they planned the life by the when they wake up they wake up they go to work that's it what happens at night when people are saying lord please save our lives you will we even see tomorrow when a sleep look at your neighbor sleep you know this is the problem why many of us have not moved beyond a certain point in our lives you know we give let me tell you this when you give you know what do we do are you listening to me we only respond to god when it's convenient you know what do we do god speaks to you today it's not you it's a revelation from god to take out the money you look at it and it's the only money you have and you say uh oh okay but i think next month i'll have money for more things you put it away next month when it comes you have money you you take it out that's not the same and then you call it you have responded to god you responded to yourself in terms of what god wanted to connect to you you have missed it now this gift is no longer for samuel and now it probably is for isaac hmm i just i think i'm am i talking to somebody here because we like doing what is convenient that's why we don't move some people say but i always give but i always hear god you hear god at your own times god does not need your money he wants to connect you to something ah uh, uh. and you see this is what happens when we don't respond nothing waits for you in the heavens nothing waits for you if you don't respond maybe even hannah was not the first one i'm telling you maybe god knocked on only josephina are you hearing me tell me but do you know josephina uh, do you know josephina maybe god knocked on josephina's house and josephina Hey, vow, vow, vow versus Josephina. Josephina looked and said, "Ah, oh, no, 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 no. Are you not barren, Josephina? I am, but it's okay." Then back, back to the pool. <laughs> Until somebody is available, the next one who's available to connect with the things of God runs with it. When I when you come with your 500 rent 2 months later God almighty I've responded to you who are you responding to You think God needs your money He's connecting you to something Doing things in your convenience takes you out of the season Hadi amen is la di salio moruti Hadi le kanetu they are gone 
Not even one amen survived. Do you get to say neighbor? I see a pill, I see. I see a pill. Yeah. Are you hearing me? If it's from God, it will be an inconvenience. Amen? It's going to be what? It's going to be inconvenience, and things will get worse just before they get better. Oh, I'm sorry to tell you the truth, but the truth will, 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 will give you life. It will set you free and it will give you life. Hallelujah. You know, as human beings, we, we, oh, we want to take the root of least, least, existence, least resistance. We want to take the root of least resistance. We are human beings. We want to do what is doable. But hey, Promises of God, we will not get them in that way. Are you in the house of God? I don't know what it is, but when you hear God, you, you do it at that moment. Because the connection is for that moment. God's way, not your way. All he wants to say, yes, Lord, it is. Let it be. Amen? Amen. I mean, even now, somebody says, you know what? Yeah, I did not listen to God. I'm going to do it. No, forget it. Don't go and do it now. Because you are late. Because some people will say, hey, you know what, I, I have, I've done it, I've done it. But you know, the, you, you go do something that God told you three years ago, you want to go do it now? Because I'm preaching, no. Say, no, I heard the pastor and I think, believe you are speaking to me. And I responded, nothing happened. Say, listen carefully. I'm not saying that. I'm saying to you, learn that when God says, go now, you go now. You are forgiven for now. Say never, you are forgiven for now. Don't worry. The past is in the past. Yeah. But you see, God is a merciful God. He will visit you again. I say, God will visit you again. God will visit you again. But this time, don't put it for another day. You have learned your lessons. Amen. Some things don't need prayer. They don't need me to lay hands on it. They don't need fasting. They don't need anything. They are just waiting for someone to connect with them. They are there. If God has given us all these blessings, what, 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 in the realm of the spirit, why are we not accessing them? I'm telling you. When God gives you keys, work on them immediately. Use them immediately. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Am I speaking to somebody in the house? I must speak to somebody in the house. God wants to partner with you for better things in life. Can I say that again? God has got certain needs for this world. That he can't just directly do them. He wants to connect with someone on earth. Hallelujah. But you see, you can't do that as long as you want things for yourself and for you and for you only. It cannot work like that. Are you hearing me? Pastor, pray with me. My things are not going fine. Hey, you are alive. Hey, me, I'm tired for praying for people who are not, who are not dead. Uh, me, I want to pray for dead people. 
Hallelujah. You decide that I'm going to start going to church from today. I'm going to start. I'm, I'm going to go early. I'm going to help. Next thing, your very mother fights you that morning. After making such a, from now on, what I'm going to be early, oh Lord, I'm going to say, yeah, we now. We get a little more. Are you hearing me? When are you gonna when are you gonna wash one, two, three? I mean, like now you're dressed smart, they're telling me hey, that that place is say, oh my goodness. Are you hearing me? And you end up now you are you are disturbed, you are angry. You know why? You are alive. When you make such vows and make sure you are dead because things are going to move against you. You better be ready. Hmm, are you here? You better what? You better be ready. Amen? Like dead. Amen. Somebody once gave, gave, gave me a car, you know, in a car, gave me a car. I said, I'm going the car. So fine, I took it. Next moment, he wanted it back. You understand what I mean? You can see that this person was not dead. Once the challenges came, I kumbula lento that one he gave me and say, eh, eh, I want that thing back. Are you hearing me? So you will make a vow to God to do certain things. Make sure. Amen. Make what? Make sure. And some of some of us we do give things even to church and do other things. But you know what? Immediately when things are not going right in our life, it's like that thing was never given. Because it's so clear in your mind. It's still yours. That's why some people will say, hey, why don't you keep your money? The churches are eating our money. Why don't you keep your money? If you're ever going to think like that, don't give it. Oh, are you listening to me? Don't give it. Listen, when you give to a church, you're obeying God. Are you obeying human beings? You're obeying God. And you will walk in that blessing, whether they know or not, they, they, they harass that money. It's not your business. Oh, Jesus. If you don't like that church, change the church then. Go to another church. Are you hearing me? Am I talking to somebody here? So you give, and then it's from this, none of your business. Are you hearing me? When your blessing, you'll walk in it. The moment you start talking, you are killing your blessing. Hmm. Let them face the music one day. God will ask them about it. It's not your business. Are you in the business of God? Ask your neighbor, are you in the business of God? Are you watching God's assets? Are, are, you, are you now an accountant for God? Ask your neighbor, are you an accountant for God now? You are now like sitting on heavenly whatever, whatever. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hello. You do your part. You make a vow. You give. You say, ah, I've done it, isn't it? Yeah. From there, you walk in it. The moment you start speaking against it, you have just slaughtered your gift. Your promise, you won't see anymore. But what did you change? Hi, Baba Isha. Now we lay so far. 
two things will happen. They will eat your money and this thing will, will still die. Say, so, how does it help you? It doesn't. Do you see the full foolishness of it? No. Leave it to God. Leave it to who? Just walk in your blessing. Pray for them. Lord, help them. Help them. Help them. Or guide me otherwise. For now, I forbade you. I believe you said I must do this, and you do it. Are you hearing me? You do it, and what? And you come out of it. What happens? That's not your problem. Don't invite curses onto yourself. You know, you know, you're not a right-hand man of God. No. Let God be God. Say neighbor, our assistant, oh no, not that neighbor. Sorry, sorry, sorry. There's a neighbor that's not here. Hallelujah. Who has taken it upon himself or herself to be God's assistant, isn't it? No, it's not our business. Everybody will account. We're all gonna account for what we do. Are you hearing me? I'm not saying it does not happen. They do happen, this thing. But is it your business? No, it's not. You have, if God didn't want you to give in that place, why did he talk to you in that place? Are you hearing me? So, just, Utsue. You see, that's how people, we don't move. I want to help you. Hallelujah. I want to help you. I want to help you. Don't just join people who talk a lot about things they don't know. Why not just do what God says you must do and move on with your life? Those people don't have any future. They have got nothing. They see nothing before them, so they want to destroy everything because they see nothing. Walk like somebody who has a future, who knows where he's going. You cannot be distracted by useless things. You are focused. You have got no time for business, for gossip. You have got no spare time to waste. You are a focused woman and a man of God. Hallelujah. Amen. It doesn't mean if you want to go and speak to leadership, you, you, you can't make an appointment and just say, oh, there's something, one, two, three. If they say, okay, that's the, then you're satisfied. But many people don't do that. They just go there talking, 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 talking. Hey, everybody, be careful. Be careful. Amen. Are you blessed, Basalani? Somebody's getting freedom today. Somebody's getting freedom today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let it be. Amen. Say, let it be. Say, I lift up my hand today and I want to be counted. Say, I lift up my hand today. And I am going to be counted. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, Lord Jesus, I want to die. Like I see nothing. Like I hear nothing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Get to a point when, when you make a vow, you, you forget it is done. It's like in the past. Even that money, whatever it is, that don't have to be money only. There are many other things you can vow God to God to do. Amen? But remember, even if God speaks to you now, remind, you are reminded of things. You don't have to go back, do them. You don't have to. That's what I'm hearing from the Spirit of the Lord. You don't have to go back, do them. 
he himself will visit you again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And there is no man of God who must come to you and say, make a vow. Liars. Say neighbor, liars. Make a pledge, or they call it whatever. Make a pledge, make a vow. Good people, let me tell you this. If anybody is going to tell you how much to give to God, you must run away for cover and hide and, and never reappear. Amen? Because God will speak to you. God will come to you and will speak to you. If I come and say, God says you must do this, you must say, thank you, man of God. I'll see you, uh, I don't know when. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? Yeah. Amen. People have stopped believing God and trusting God because of things they hear. God does not operate like that. God always wants a willing heart. A he works with a willing heart. Where there is cohesion is the spirit of the devil. Where there is threats and intimidation and fear is the spirit of the devil. God will speak to you and you'll have peace. I'm, I'm just a born man. That one was God. I'm just a born. Can I see somebody who says, yes, Lord, help me today. Amen. Bazalon, a covenant and a vow can take you a long way. It can take you a long way, I'm telling you. And these are not the things you decide. What can I do to God? God normally will impress something in your spirit. Amen. And I'm going to suggest something to you as well. I'm going to suggest something to you as well. You see, some of the things that we, we do as habits, which become sins, are actually a direct competition with God. Can I say that again? Because we are all competing for attention, space, time, energy with God. And I've explained this, what it means to love God and many other things before. You, you remember, you can't say that without talking about that. Now, anything that can, you cannot say no to, it's competing with God. It controls you. It controls your soul. Are you listening to me? Make a covenant with God. Say, Lord, I'm leaving this thing. <laughs> oh, I hope somebody's listening to me. Yeah. Make a covenant with God that, Lord... This thing has been bothering me, and I can see it, it's competing with you for a position in my life. Uh, say, God, I'm giving this to you. Yeah. I'm not going to do it for your sake. What are you going to do for me, Lord? You know, God honors obedience and holiness. Because remember, it's about sacrifice. The thing that you part with, even if it's a habit, it's a sacrifice. So you are bringing a sacrifice. And when you talk about covenants, you are talking about sacrifice. What are you sacrificing? 
Are you hearing what I'm telling you? What is it that you are sacrificing? Am I talking to somebody now? Look at your neighbor. Say the things you love. Go enter with, into some covenant with God. Say, I'll never do this again, Lord. Uh -uh. I know you have been talking to me about this for a long time. I want to stop it. What, what, what are you going to do for me, Lord? Go talk to your God, man. Say, you, you, you people, I don't know who, who you think God is. Go talk to your God and say, I'm going to leave one, two, three. And that time I'm going to give to you. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Go put it as a vow and a covenant from God. Am I talking to somebody here? There are things that control you. Go sacrifice them. Bring them as sacrifices. Lord, I'm bringing this to the covenant. Yes. And see what God will do for you. Because God is going to be happy when you sacrifice the things that he hates. You, can, you cannot do these things. Every time you have to pay, give God's attention, you are busy on something. Is it your phone? <laughs> you know, my phone this morning told me that in the past week, and I was just saying to my daughter, wow, this thing can tell you this. It says to me, send me a message that in the past week, I've reduced my time on the phone by 14 minutes. I say, yo. So these things they can tell me. I saved, for, can you believe it? Can you believe it? I saved 14, 14 minutes. I could have said, I love you, Jesus, 15 times in that 14 minutes. Are you hearing what I'm telling you here? You know, God, if you demonstrate that he's coming, becoming first in your life, he'll surprise you. Someone says, I don't have money, I don't have this. Hey, you have something that costs you money. Hey. Say, never, do you know that your time is your money? You know, the, the richest people are the poorest, if you think it that way, because they have all the time. The, poor, the, poor, the richest people are the poorest people, because they have all the time. No, rich people don't have time. Am I talking to somebody? So if you think of it, you, your potential is far beyond what you can imagine. You are sitting on wealth. Your time. Are you hearing me? Are you going to vow to God to do something? Or do you have a vow in front of you that you think you're going to do? Hallelujah. It might just be what you needed. Maybe. Maybe this is the one thing that will kick your life into another level. Vow. Give a vow or make a vow and do it. Tell your neighbor, make a vow and commit to it. Hallelujah. When you say you're going to give God money and the car breaks down, you say, oh, they say we need a new clash plate. Oh, who has heard that before? It didn't happen to you. It did, ne? Hmm. And you look at what you must give to God to say, no, Father, I know you are a loving God. You can't let me go through this. It's not for God. You don't understand. It's not for God. You know, even if God understands and understands, you know, you always understand. 
But what can he do? Because he wanted to connect you to something. <laughs> Somebody say, God help me, please. I'm done preaching. 